Welcome to the First Responder to Rich's Remo Show, the podcast dedicated to helping first responders earn additional income and create lasting wealth through real estate. Each week, we'll break down complex concepts, debunk myths, and interview a variety of industry leaders to help you thrive beyond your professional calling. And now here's your host, top producing mortgage broker, real estate investor, and fellow first responder, Scott Sarai. All right, welcome back to the First Responder to Riches podcast. I am your host, Scott Sarai. And before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to all those who sent the texts, the messages, the emails, sharing your love with me on our first episode. It was nerve wracking to come uh, to market with it. And I know it was a big ask to have my wife on here uh, to interview me and to introduce the podcast. So again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. The love was appreciated and it didn't go unnoticed. Okay, this week, it's gonna be a solo episode. I'm in the studio by myself, no guests this week. And we're going to go over the 12 key considerations for first-time investors. Now, this can be pretty lengthy. I think we're going to split it into a two-part episode. So first part this week, second part next week. Uh, So we'll get going. Uh, The first key consideration for a first-time investor, why invest in real estate? What are the advantages of investing in real estate? First one that I can think of is the potential for appreciation. Now, Inside of BC and Ontario, it's almost a given. Everywhere else, everywhere else, it's not necessarily a guarantee that your property is going to appreciate. But let's speak to specifically Ontario and BC. So looking at a median $500,000 asset, so let's call it a condo, it, if, if it appreciates at 5% per year, meaning, let me back up here for one second. Appreciation, what that means is, if you buy an asset in today's dollars at $500,000 and it appreciates and the value in a year from now is X amount, let's call it $600,000, that $100,000 lift is the appreciation. So now looking at this $500,000 condo, if it had a very modest 5% appreciation rate, which I think the last 10-year average inside of BC was closer to to 10%, but let's call it five, just for conservative measures. After five years, that $500,000 condo is now worth $638,140. So that's $138,000 of appreciation over five years. Now breaking that down per year, and if you wanted to equate it to what that actually is worth, that's over $27,000 a year in appreciation. Now, another good reason to invest in real estate, and this will tie into the appreciation piece, is cash flow. So on a cash flow neutral property, that means when you add up all of your expenses for, let's just call it a condo, and you minus the rental income you receive, the number is zero. Everything zeroes out, it's equal. Right now in BC and Ontario, a lot of rental properties are cash flow negative, meaning you're short three, four, five hundred $500 a month, and you have to come up with that money in addition to the rental income. But at a cash flow neutral scenario in today's rates higher than normal, your mortgage pay down is an extra, let's call it $130,000. So with the 5% appreciation and the mortgage pay down after five years, that $500,000 condo is worth 
or you have equity of $271,000. So that's what it's increased in value for you. Now in a cash flow positive situation, the numbers would be even higher because you'd have extra cash flow you could put down on your mortgage. But um, just to circle back, so appreciation, if you had a $500,000 condo and it appreciated at 5% per year for five years and you had mortgage pay down, you would basically create $271,000 in equity. Another real key factor into why investing in real estate is smart is as first responders, you all have high marginal tax rates. I think the average first responder is a six-figure earner, meaning your marginal tax rate, depending on what province you're in, is north of 38%. Now, when you invest in real estate, all of your expenses are tax deductible, meaning you write them off against your income. And any money you borrow to invest becomes tax deductible and you write that off against your income. And we'll cover this in a, a later episode on the Smith Maneuver and the benefits to this, but just keep that in the back of your mind that there's tax benefits to investing in real estate. And then the last one I wanna to touch on is diversification. So as first responders, you have pensions, you probably have TFSAs or RSPs, potentially RESPs. This is just a way to diversify your portfolio in, in what I like to call a safe way. Real estate is a, is a proven asset. There are dips and peaks, but if you're in for anywhere longer than five to seven years, you're always gonna come out ahead, uh, historically speaking. Okay, that's the first key consideration. The second key consideration for first-time investors, and I think this one is almost the most important, in my opinion, is determining your investment goals. And a way um, to really simplify this is uh, what's your investment objectives or what is your why? So I know what my wife and I's why is, but you need to ask yourself, you and your partner, you and your family, what your why is. Why are you investing in real estate? Is it to generate passive income? Is it to build long-term wealth? Is it to pursue short-term gains? You need to understand what it is you're looking to achieve, and then you can buy the property that matches that goal. So passive income, right now in real estate, if you're investing in the condo market in BC, the lower mainland, there's not gonna be a lot of passive income up front, but you're gonna build substantial long-term wealth. If you're looking for passive income, so you're looking for a cash flow positive property, you're probably going to have to invest inside of Alberta on the west side of Canada, maybe out east and Atlantic Canada on the east side of Canada. And then the short-term gains. I'm not a big advocate for this just because it plays into market volatility, but there is ways to pursue short-term gains via investing in real estate. So um, that's the second key consideration. The third key consideration for first-time investors is understanding the different investment strategies. So there's various real estate investment strategies, such as investing in long-term traditional rental properties. There's the short-term Airbnb market. There's the fix and flip. There's the wholesaling. And then there's investing in REIT's REITs and crowdfunding. So I'll quickly touch on what those are. Uh, the first one, the long-term traditional rental property putting a long-term tenant, signing a year lease, and just having them chip away at your mortgage and you accumulate that wealth over time. Pretty plain Jane, vanilla, proven model works nine times out of 10. The short-term Airbnb market, it's phenomenal for cash flow, but the problem is a lot of lenders have restrictions on them and a lot of municipalities 
have the bylaws against them. So finding that market that allows the short-term rental is key. And then the mortgage to go with it, the financing side of things is the second piece of that puzzle. The fix and flip. Personally, not a big fan of these. Just because if you're fixing and flipping in a short-term window, you're more vulnerable to market volatility. And what I mean by that is if you buy today and you plan to sell in a year, well, the market can turn upside down inside of that uh, window and it doesn't have time to rebound versus investing long-term. So if you buy today and the market collapses tomorrow, not saying it is, you have a longer horizon to time the exit strategy more uh, advantageously. So if you're not looking to flip inside of two to three years, it doesn't really matter what the market does because long-term, we always know it's going to go up. The wholesaling, I don't deal a lot with it because it's a different style of lending, but it happens in more common down in the States where investors buy um, condominium buildings or townhouse complexes and then sell them off. And the lower barrier to entry now, what we have is called REITs, R-E-I-T, Real Estate Investment Trust or crowdfunding. So the, the Real Estate Investment Trust, as you invest in a, a fund style stock and they go out and purchase properties and manage them. And then there's a new one that I just heard about last week, crowdfunding. I believe the platform's called Addy. You can invest as low as a dollar and as much as $2,500 and there's multiple owners, like 100 plus owners and properties, and you receive dividends from that. So there's a couple different options on styles of investing, and it's food for thought. All right, the fourth key consideration for first-time investors, and I'm a big advocate for this, it's building your dream team, building that real estate investment team. There's a huge misconception or education gap in today's marketplace on how important it is to assemble a reliable team of professionals that not only are good at their job, but they're investment focused. Now, I'm not saying that real estate agents who don't own real estate are bad, but personally speaking, I would want to work with a realtor who themselves have rental properties and understand the market because some realtors will be your plain Jane, just buy and sell realtors, while others will understand uh, the nuances of investing, cash flows, demographics, rental bylaws. You're going to want professionals that are dialed in with investment strategies. So a mortgage professional, you found him here, a real estate agent, a contractor, property managers, accountants, lawyers, appraisers, all of those people, you're going to want to have that dream team to support your investment journey. I've personally watched clients fumble this key component and cost themselves thousands of dollars. Now, a little plug to me and my business is that if you work with me, I have that easy button for you to hit where I've vetted the dream team. I've worked with them both professionally and personally, and I can just hand them over to you and there's no work on your end. Okay, that's the fourth one. The fifth key consideration for first-time investors is you're all first responders. There's specific considerations for first responders interested in real estate investing. A big one is time management. Now you can look at this from both sides of the coin. As first responders, you more than likely work a shift schedule where you have ample time off where you can manage the property yourself. 
or you may be in a traditional nine to five, Monday to Friday role within your organization and you don't have the time to manage the property. You can look at it both ways. And the beauty with real estate and investing in real estate is you can be as hands-on or as hands-off as you, as you want. You can invest abroad in a different province or you can invest in your backyard and have different levels of property management step in and take care of the property for you. Another specific consideration for first responders is leveraging your networking abilities and opportunities within your community. So as a firefighter, there's 13,000 firefighters in BC. As a cop, there may be way more than that. I'm not sure the numbers, but you have your internal community where there's other investors that you can learn from their past practices. There's trades where you can use to uh, spruce up your investment property. I'm sure there's some realtors inside our communities that you can use to go out and purchase properties. So just remembering to leverage your network ability and opportunities within your community. Another one is balancing risk within your current profession. So this may be more for my police and law professionals uh, listening. You have a certain risk with your job on the daily. Firefighters, uh, we have a risk too. It may not be as common or as fluent as police have, but there's a certain risk with our professions where you need to understand if something were to happen, knock on wood, how does the portfolio look? How is it protected? And how will my family fare if I have to put them into that role and I'm no longer able to manage it? I know it's a dark topic to talk about, but you need to think about that and understand the risk with investing. Um, I myself think real estate's a very safe investment, but yeah, there is risk attached to it. If anything were ever to happen to me, could my wife manage our, our portfolio and would the bills be paid on time? And I think to wrap this episode up, we'll go with the sixth key consideration for first time investors is analyzing real estate markets. So I'm from BC. I can speak to why BC is a hot market. Um, but you need to understand wherever you're investing, why is that market good or is it good? So you need to understand how to evaluate real estate markets by considering factors like job growth, population trends, infrastructure development, local amenities. So in BC, it's a great market to invest in across the province because uh, our industry is, sorry, our economy isn't dependent on one industry. We have film and entertainment. We have tourism. We have natural resources. We have immigration from the border. Uh, BC has a, a very diverse economy, so that's a great reason. The unemployment rate is super low in BC. Uh, rental rates are through the roof, and immigration numbers are are quite high here. Um, so BC has a very safe economy to invest in as far as real estate goes. Um, so yeah, I think that's we'll cap the episode there. Keep it short and sweet. That's six of the twelve key considerations. Join me next week where we'll go over the final six. Uh, again, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of First Responder to Riches. We hope you found value in this episode and ask that you click the follow button on your preferred podcast platform. And please take a minute to leave a five-star review. Your feedback and positive reviews help us reach more first responders like you who are seeking financial freedom. Thank you once again for tuning in. Until next time, stay safe, stay inspired, and keep investing in your future.